0: Green Team Academy Podcast, Episode 53. My interview with Ben Kirchner of the South Lakewood Elementary School Styrofoam Stoppers. Mm-hmm. ready to make a positive impact for the planet if so then you're in the right place my name is joan gregerson and i am an eco nut thanks for joining me today and don't forget to head over to the greenteamacademy.com website to pick up plenty of other resources to help you on your way and with that let's get started team, what's up? Oh my goodness. I'm so happy to be back here again with you today. And especially because I get to introduce you to a young man who was part of a crew called the Styrofoam Stoppers. And this year in the spring of 2019, they were able to help their school decide to stop using styrofoam trays in the cafeteria. And this is a huge step and and Ben before I turn it over to you I just want to let you know you know I have been an eco nut pretty much all of my life. The first poem that I ever published was in the Denver Post when I was 10 years old about pollution. So I'm right there with you and so happy to be meeting you. And so with that welcome and hello Ben
1: everybody. My name is Ben. Um, I'm with the uh, Styrofoam Stoppers in fifth grade. I was last year um, in Mr. Schrantz's class.
0: Awesome. Well, so happy that you're here with us, Ben. And um, before I ask you the next question, I wanted to uh, fill people in a little bit. I had a chance to talk with Mr. sorensi a couple times about this, how this all came about. And um, he said that during spring of 2018, he was teaching a literacy unit on persuasion. And the the focus was argument and advocacy. And in one of the texts, it talked about how kids had identified that they wanted to get Dunkin' Donut to stop using styrofoam. And so they started a petition on change.org and um, Dunkin' Donuts agreed and set a date for which they would stop using styrofoam. So the students read about this and they go down to their own cafeteria and notice that in the lunchroom that they are being given their food on styrofoam. And when they're done with it, the styrofoam goes straight into the trash. So every day, every single kid that is getting a school lunch is generating one piece of styrofoam that goes into the trash. So those kids came back to Mr. Sorensi and said, hey, how about we get rid of styrofoam in our school? And so that was spring of 2018. They just had a couple months to work on it before school was out and they were not able to make that change. So Mr. Sorensi came to Ben's class so when he was teaching literacy again now in for fifth grade and that same topic of persuasion then he brought that project to them and said do you guys want to pick up on this or do you want to to start your own project so Mr. Cerenci explained a little bit about it and that's where I want to turn it back to you Ben and ask you um, so when you heard about that project, did you agree with it or what were you thinking?
1: And there were some pretty big reasons that we agreed because it it harms your health and it's actually like big pollution. And uh, I know you would probably support that because you said you were working on pollution and it can take like 500 years to disintegrate.
0: What did you want people to do? What was your ask?
1: Well, at first, um, it was a big ask, and we lowered it down, but we wanted to get rid of Styrofoam at, like, all the Jeffco elementary schools. Um, But we, uh, what we focused on later on was just our elementary school because we recognized that all of them, would be would take a long time more time than we had um and be a really big thing but um so we just did it at all elementary school
0: so that was that was your goal that was your ask was trying to figure out who you could talk to to stop using styrofoam so you know this is something i know i've i've seen it a lot in colorado i don't know if it's around everywhere but can you describe in the lunchroom what are you talking about how are they using styrofoam how were they and how many like how many pieces of styrofoam or like how big of an impact was that how is the styrofoam actually used in most of these elementary school cafeterias
1: um so in our school it was used in trays um they might have used it in cups and other schools that wouldn't have surprised me. Um, but at our school, it was mainly trays. And so we just focused on getting rid of most of the trays and replacing them with plastic trays. And luckily we hadn't gotten rid of the plastic trays a couple of years previously. We still had the plastic trays, but they moved to styrofoam, of course, because of money.
0: That instead of, so several years ago they would use a reusable plastic tray. Yeah. After after someone used it, then they would just wash it and reuse it. But so a couple years ago they decided it was less expensive to go to the the styrofoam.
1: Yeah. So they had to pay people to wash the plastic trays um, and. They, so they didn't want to pay that much and styrofoam, I guess what, it was just easy and less money for them. So they decided to switch to that.
0: Mm. So guess what? I also worked in food service. So I was a lunch lady in 2016 at a local school here um, in Denver. So not in Lakewood, but in Denver. But yeah, I saw a lot of areas where things could be improved. And you know, what's kind of crazy, Ben, is when I said, hey, can we do more recycling? Can we do some of these other things? They said, if it's not a student-led project, we can't do it. And, and so that's kind of cool to see. You, you would think that some of the people working there would have more power but what I learned was actually that the students have a lot of power. They probably just don't don't know it. So yeah. And so, other
1: people might not know it either. And um that I was glad to show that kids can make a big difference.
0: Yeah, that that was I was I was too. I was so happy to hear about that. Especially from my previous experience, where I wasn't able to make that change as a new person working in the kitchen um, of a, a different school. So, okay. So you guys had this idea that so you did the research, you found out you you agreed that that styrofoam is dangerous to to health. that ends up as a pollutant. It has all these negative. Um, consequences. You knew that you wanted to ask your school to stop using them. Um, so Mr. Sorensen told me that there were lots of different groups working on different ways to try and persuade. So c- can you tell me a little bit about some of the things that you tried and what you thought worked?
1: Um, so we had a little like Google slides. And so the mayor um and Lakewood sustainability manager um came in and so then we showed a little google slides uh i was in that group and me and a few other kids but also we had like a board game that a couple kids made and then there was this website that we could make a coding game and people could wa- watch the coding game. I'll play the coding game, and um, there was different kinds of. There was a demonstration, kind of, on Twitter. Um, so I'll teach you. We'll post things on Twitter to try and show people how styrofoam can harm. And so we had a couple kids that went and got a styrofoam tray and made little paper cutout food, and we posted it on there. Um, and we put like styrofoam stoppers. Um, and so, yeah, and I think our petition though might have been the most effective, but
0: yeah. Okay, yeah, so, so tell us more about that. How did you, what was the petition? Where did you do it? How did you guys figure that out?
1: So like I said, the year before, um, kids had started this, and they had started a petition. But when we went on it, it obviously hadn't been signed, or not. no one had really looked at it um, for a long time. And so we started working on that petition on change.org. Um, And we started, like, advertising our petition around the school. Um, And we were just asking people to sign the petition. And overall, after all of that, we got 1,695 people that signed our petition.
0: Wow. That's amazing. So, you're saying – so, again, so this is something the previous class started – And maybe they thought that if they just put the petition up there that people would sign it?
1: Yeah, like it was, boom, done.
0: Right. That's what we would hope. But I guess you realized, oh, wow, they put it up here, but they didn't sign it, so now we have to figure out how to get the message out there. How did you advertise it? What did you do? What did you find was an effective way to, to get people to sign it?
1: Um, there was many ways, but, like, different kids to different things. I think what helped is we made little posters and hung them around the school where um, kids walk by a lot, and we, we would have people. We just wanted everyone to kind of, like, keep in mind if you could just tell your parents, like, we're doing this in class, trying to stop styrofoam. Maybe you could sign the petition. It would be a big help because every person counts. Um, and so that is a big part of how we advertised it.
0: Mm. I'm really a big fan of people getting together and starting a green team of some sort, which is basically what you guys did. And the... The cool thing about having a team like that, like your Styrofoam Stoppers, is when you start a team in your community, you're in your community. So just like you guys did, you're already seeing those people every day. So you can put up signs, you can ask them, and that one-to-one ask is actually one of the most powerful ways to do it. So how many kids were in the Styrofoam Stoppers? Is was everyone from the class in styrofoam stoppers or were there other projects?
1: Uh, I think everyone so 25 kids I think were working on it.
0: Okay yeah so you guys had a a small army of people out there to uh, to do that. Yeah. What did you think about um, presenting when you guys had to present to the mayor and the sustainability manager how did you feel about doing that? Was that a little did that make you a little anxious or were you excited or what did you think about it?
1: Uh it was scary and exciting at the same time. Um I was glad we made an impact though and he supported that and so did um Jonathan Wachtel, who was like sustainability manager. Um, and so, at first, it was scary and exciting, but then um, after, it, was, I was very happy and excited on our next step.
0: Mm-hmm. So, I, I like what you guys did, too, because I have this idea that's called the engagement ladder, and it's to remind people to talk to everyone at every level. So, I like that you guys spoke to individual students but you didn't stop there and you went to kind of the top as well so so that's a that's a good tip that probably really helped you because if you just did one and not the other then it may not have it may not have moved through yeah i heard from somebody else um actually in the same school district that was trying to change something and they said they went and talked to one person and the person that at the district said, you know, you're only one person saying this. You really need to get more people together because, you know, everybody says they want different things, but if you have a group of people that are all saying the same thing, well, then the district is more likely to follow through.
1: It's definitely... Better with a group because you have other people around you supporting you and your idea, and um, it's more impactful. It's more powerful when other people here. not only you, but um, like it, like you're speaking for the team. Everyone can speak for the team.
0: Right, right. And I like all the different things that you guys did. That was amazing. Like the presentation, the board game the the Twitter demo, and also was there some kind of like a performance or something that you did? Was there another performance or was it, I didn't know if there was like a play or something else?
1: Oh, yeah. Um, we did do a play. We had like puppets and, um, was some comedy in the play, which got all the adults attention. Um, And so I think that was impactful, definitely, because it was was showing mostly how it can harm your health in a big way, and um, it can lead to many diseases that might be life-threatening. So...
0: So did you guys do that, your puppet show, your performance thing, um, when you had the the mayor and the others come in, or was that another time?
1: So we did it when the mayor was there, um, but also we had, so the mayor and the health sustainability managers were at different times, so we did it for both, and
0: Wow. That's great. Yeah. And I heard from some other community members that they said they were invited to, I think it was from the, um, green mountain sustainability or some of the sustainable neighborhoods also came and heard your presentation. So, so you made this ask and then, and then what happened?
1: Um, well, we did that and then like a week later i think it was the mail he posted something on twitter um about our presentation um and so that got a lot of people's attention i think the uh jonathan Wachtel he posted something about it too Um, And so that made an effect.
0: And so then at some point you heard that they decided to go ahead and go with your idea?
1: Yeah, so they agreed with our idea, which was very exciting. Um, And so I think it made other people believe in our idea, Um, like uh, different people, in the community or that works with the mayor um, also supported that. And so then they uh, got, they signed the petition. And I think just the mayor and the health sustainability um, and the Lakewood sustainability manager, I think those Few people made a big impact by having their opinion. And I think a lot of people obviously listened to their opinion.
0: So that was a really smart idea. So when you're doing your persuasion to, you need the big numbers of people to get together and ask for it, but then you have to ask someone high enough up. So when they agree with you, then it's like a snowball effect. Then other people join in.
1: Three or four weeks after the mayor posted about it, we got informed by our principal that we had officially got in rid of styrofoam trays at South Lakewood Elementary.
0: How did that feel? What happened when you guys heard that?
1: Um, you could probably hear us from the floor below. We just, we started jumping up and down and chanting and running around the Boom, we went crazy.
0: (laughs) That was wonderful. Yeah, I mean, three or four weeks after that to make it happen. And as you said, like the students before last year had worked and weren't able to get it through. So the fact they even did it this past school year was pretty awesome. Yeah, it was
1: surprising for us for sure.
0: (laughs) So I'm going to leave the the Twitter address. It's S. Sorency for Mr. Sorency's class. I'll also leave the link to your petition on change.org and, um, and also the article that the Lakewood Sentinel wrote that has a little bit more info. What do you think the next step would be um, in order to, to take that, like to that next level to get this to change in more schools or maybe in all schools in Jefferson County schools in the whole district?
1: Um, So I think our first big step would be to get it more schools, but then if like we wanted to go really big after that in like a year or the end of next year, maybe even we could get um, most or all Jeffco schools, elementary school, to um, use plastic trays or, like, um, the health manager in the Green Mountain, if we wanted to take a really – if we wanted to take a leap, then we could go um, to schools in Green Mountain and over to different places around Denver.
0: mm Hi Z, so not just elementary schools, but any level schools in your area, for example.
1: Yeah, and if we did get like a middle school or a high school, that would be really big because obviously they have more students and therefore they have styrofoam, more styrofoam is being used. And so if we got rid of it in that, in middle school and a uh, high school, then that would be a really big step.
0: So one middle school is the same as a bigger number of elementary schools and one high school is like uh, the same impact as several middle schools. So yeah, you're thinking about that impact. So do you know at the middle school that you're going to what they serve lunch on yet? I mean, I know you're not there yet.
1: Um. I think they, they might use plastic trays. Um, I actually don't know yet, if, but if I had to guess, they would probably use styrofoam because it's cheaper. But um, even though it is cheaper, I think we should still use plastic because it has more pros than cons to using plastic.
0: I can imagine when Creighton Middle School gets all you guys from um from South Lakewood that if they are using <laughs> if they are using styrofoam then they better get ready.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> That's a good idea to work just as you did with the other, to work on multiple levels. So yeah, work in one school at a time. Because maybe that's going to make the bigger project go. But at the same time, go ahead and keep asking at that top level. Yeah. And my last question for you, Ben, is what what would you tell other people, you know, whether it's a kid or an adult that is frustrated, they see something that they they want to change, and yet they don't really know what to do they just feel like they're you know ask people and they don't want to do it so i don't know what to do what would you advise them
1: um i would just remind them that anybody could make a big change um and that if they did start this up um they need to remember how of an impact it could eventually have um and don't be afraid to do it because um whatever you're supporting it will most likely be better in the future if you get it started and um if you don't want to um you just have to know that it's The good thing to do, um, it's better if you do it than being afraid and not only will it help people using whatever it is or it will help the cause, but it might help you and it might help you like get, if you're scared, you might become less scared and it will be a good thing um, for you and for your community.
0: That's a great way to put it. I always, I always think of these things like we talk about the hero's journey. So like you have, you start out and then you have a problem and you work on it and then you get to the other side. So we're like, you're a hero. But there's always two parts of that, the external. So like, yeah, you guys were able to get the, the trays changed. But a lot of times it is that more important, the internal, where just as you said, you basically, you guys all became leaders over the course because you you had to push through even if you were afraid, like to do this interview or whatever. You were like, I don't know what this is. <laughs> I'll do it. Yeah.
1: Um, it It's definitely a better thing to do it than not do it. Um, and you never know how big of an impact you could have and how much it could change something.
0: And I feel like the the whole process of I think of these twenty five kids that are now understand that they can change things that then everybody can go out and do the next project and, and inspire other people. So it's yeah, you never know what that impact will be in so many ways. And what about for you yourself? Are there other projects that you would like to to work on just beyond the styrofoam? Are there other things you're interested in?
1: Um, I'm definitely interested in pollution, the air pollution we have in our factories, um, because when you, Drive by, you always see big amounts of smoke coming out, and um, I just it just makes me want to hold my breath and not breathe any more air in because it's not fresh. So, I think definitely the air pollution
0: that's a logical transition. And now you have so many skills, you know, actually, some of the things that you could do and what you need to the process to go through and to not give up and just keep trying, talking to different people to make it happen. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm wondering, yeah, you know, when you guys get to, um, Creighton middle school, if there's not an eco club there or a green team, then I have this feeling you guys might start one.
1: Yeah. I think if there is not one, I think, um, we might like make a petition to start one. Yeah. And, um, so, and then from there on, we could make big changes if we just, cause that can make a big change, a green team.
0: Definitely. Well, if you guys do that and you need any help, then give me a holler because uh, that's what I do is I help people.
1: Okay, start
0: so- start green team, and you know we learn from each other, like everybody who listens to this podcast is going to learn from from your experience, and so it's it 's a a community, so you 're already on my green team, so I appreciate that all right, okay, well, with that, everybody uh, remember that the time for action is now because there is no planet B. Thanks a lot for listening. And thanks, Ben. Bye. Bye. Well, that's it for another episode of the Green Team Academy podcast. Remember to check out all the resources to help you make a positive eco-impact in your community at greenteamacademy.com. Thanks so much and see you right back here soon.